Peace, family. It's me, your girl Amy, here with another episode of Lover Goddess, the podcast where I talk about all things divine feminine, sexuality, and self-love. And I think I mix up the order in which I say that pretty much every week, but you get the idea. We are here to talk about things from my perspective, quite honestly. And, um, Today I want to talk to you about the new year. So obviously we are well into January or whenever you're listening to this, we're probably even deeper into the year 2023. Um, But the day that I'm recording this is actually Lunar New Year, Chinese New Year. And I really admire that way of keeping time right through the cycles of the moon and I feel like that definitely aligns more with the divine feminine than the Gregorian calendar if you follow me on Instagram and all that I didn't even really wish you guys a happy new year on um January 1st (laughs) I was really like uh the new year isn't really until spring or I could get jiggy with this idea of the lunar new year today is a new moon um And we've completed uh, a cycle of lunations. And so it's Lunar New Year. This year, according to Chinese culture, is uh, a rabbit. It's a water rabbit. And in Chinese culture, they consider water to be black. So this year is a black water rabbit. So everything is about prosperity, abundance, softness, and allowing things to flow to you so there really is something to this whole soft girl soft living trend as obnoxious as everything ends up being on tiktok there is a little bit of truth to that here where we can find new ways to approach getting what we want where we can uh, think outside of the box and really use our energy to the best of our ability to use it more efficiently instead of like grinding it out all day long every day of the week really just maximizing your energy whether you are following your personal menstrual cycle there are definitely certain weeks like your week of ovulation where you can get a lot of stuff done and there are other weeks like the week of menstruation where you really should just be resting and taking it easy and then of course Wintertime, that's a time where we're supposed to be slowing down and more internal, which we are still in winter um, over here in, in uh, the northern hemisphere, at least. And then spring, you know, things start to, we plant our seeds and things are starting to grow, um, et cetera, et cetera. Everything is a cycle. And so this Lunar New Year business really feel like the Chinese are onto something when it comes to regarding time in this manner when we stop to consider that time is a construct or even a dimension in the first place time is really fascinating like how do we account for it how do we account for the experiments that have been done with time and I'm not going to get too much into it because that's not why I'm here but There's a lot to be said about which cycles or how we regard time, right? Um, 
whether it's our 24-hour cycles or um, lunation cycles, what have you, there's pros and cons with each. And I personally align more with the Lunar New Year. So today I made sure to wear red. That was, or that is, a really powerful color for prosperity and new beginnings um, as regarded by the Chinese. But red is also the color of the... Um, the first chakra, which is all about grounding and making sure your foundations are solid. Um, I also read somewhere that like forest green is a complementary color for this year to like help help you stay in alignment with the energies. So <laughs> if you are playing around with color therapy or just with the different vibes that each color brings because everything is a frequency frequencies are vibes you know there really is uh, a different energy that each color brings so if you want to play around with that this year apparently forest green is the way to go but today specifically um made sure to wear red also in chinese culture like citrus is really lucky um or traditional so me and Lily Moon went to the grocery store. We got some blood oranges because those sounded really good, but they're incredibly messy. I probably should have just stuck with the regular oranges because Lily Moon wanted to eat all of them. And I mean, they're blood oranges, so it looks bloody. <laughs> the aftermath was uh, pretty messy, but they were delicious. Um, I also heard like dumplings and like lumpia egg roll type things are really lucky um for today but you guys are not listening to this on lunar new year so just keep that in your back pocket for next time if you care um i love reflection questions i love journaling i'm such a huge proponent of journaling for self-care for self-discovery for mental health for anything and everything I am in love with journaling and reflecting and setting up a time and space to just get quiet I have not really done it the way that <laughs> I used to do it because I have a seven month old and she is very demanding so I haven't really had time for the whole candle tea coffee like setting up the vibes on my bed in front of an open window burning sage type of journal time I just I have to scribble <laughs> as quickly as I possibly can um while she's with someone else or taking a nap or asleep but I did have some time the other day to um take a peek at some reflection questions I actually wrote them down from another podcast that I listened to um with Shan Boudram I think her podcast is called Lovers and Friends on YouTube Spotify I'm sure she she's big she's got a lot of people that um follow her and she her channel is very interesting <laughs> there's a little bit of everything over there so I was listening to her reflections and she left her questions in her description box and I decided, hey, this is good. Let me uh, 
Let me borrow some of these questions and then in turn, I'm posing them to you. If you have not yet taken time to reflect on 2022, um, now's your chance. It's never too late to reflect. And um, especially since it, it's another new year, it's a, it's a lunar new year. So any time that you take to, to look back uh, is important. It doesn't matter how far removed from January it is so the first question and let me just preface this by saying I was pregnant and had a baby in 2022 so a lot of my answers are related to that as my first baby so a lot of my answers have to do with my child but for those of you who may not have had such like an obvious event happened in 2022. I think these questions can be really thought-provoking. Um, anyway, so the first one is, who did you become in 2022? Um, and for me, I became a mother and a fiancé. And I still am in awe that I'm somebody's mother. <laughs> and um, I love that question. Who did you become? Um, if your title didn't change, maybe some of your characteristics changed, or maybe there's some other sort of situation that has changed the way that you look at yourself. So I would encourage you to really think about that question. Who did you become? And if you became a mom, um, for the first time or again became a mom let me know in the comments reach out I need more mom friends because I know y'all single folks don't want to listen to <laughs> people talking about babies all the time but hey that is the season of life that I am in number two and you should probably get your journal out or uh, your phone or something write some of these questions down so number two is what was the single best thing that happened in 2022 so you can only choose one and for me it's obvious I had my baby I finally got done being pregnant popped out a live baby because as you know I had a miscarriage with my first pregnancy so it was like the best moment to push her out of my body to hear her cry to see her face to know that it, it was real it wasn't a fever dream I wasn't imagining things uh she's here she's alive she's happy she's healthy definitely the single best thing that happened in 2022 the next question is what is the most challenging thing that happened in 2022 and girl pregnancy and postpartum definitely the hardest uh, I would say pretty much up there with pregnancy and postpartum was leaving New Orleans that still hurts my heart like I cannot wait to get back to the south I love the south I love New Orleans I fell in love in New Orleans I had a baby in New Orleans like my whole life changed in New Orleans I want to go back and um, hopefully in the next couple years, we will go back. But the verdict is still out on that. So question number four, um, what's one change that improved the quality of your life in 2022? And for me, getting away from answering the same <laughs> 
pregnancy and postpartum, like finally pushing a baby out, definitely improved the quality of my life because I was just uncomfortable. But aside from that, uh, although I miss New Orleans and my heart breaks all the time, thinking about all the people and the beautiful culture and the beautiful nature that I do not get to see for a while, um, a change that improved the quality of my life was moving to New Mexico and, um, you know, having Larry pursuing his career goals here, being closer with my mom and my dad, uh, stacking our bread the way that we're doing right now. All of it is definitely improving our quality of life and investing in our future in a way that, um, is necessary for right now. Number five, what is an unexpected obstacle uh, of 2022? And for me, that was postpartum. It was unexpectedly difficult. I It was smooth sailing at first. I was like, oh, this is nothing. Postpartum is easy breezy, beautiful. I'm fine. And then I moved to New Mexico. And Larry's working like 12-hour days sometimes. And I'm alone with this baby. And she took two months to like her grandparents. She was not feeling her grandparents for a long time, so I had no help, essentially, and I still have very little help (laughs) because she only wants me, but it was especially difficult when we first moved here, and all of that kind of came crashing down at once, and I was like, oh, this is what people talk about with postpartum. Uh, and baby blues and postpartum depression and there was probably like a couple weeks where I felt like shit (laughs) I was just like what is this this whole baby stuff is crazy I'm exhausted I'm not sleeping I'm still not sleeping y'all she still has not slept through the night but I'm all used to it now (laughs) and um, I'm accepting of how things are currently but at the time I was like wow I'm not in New Orleans. I'm trying to get used to this big ass change and it doesn't feel good. Things do not feel good. Motherhood wasn't coming easily to me. And I mean, it was a lot. Postpartum, they tell you, oh yeah, you might get postpartum depression. But apparently that can come at any point for the like the first year, I think, after the baby's born. So You're really not in the clear for quite a long time. So that was difficult for me. My voice is funny. So I keep trying to drink water to help it out. I don't know if it's helping. It's also later in the evening. So there's that. Um... Number six, what do you give yourself credit for in 2022? What do you give yourself credit for? For me, it I gave myself credit for um, being sober pretty much all of 2022. <laughs> I wasn't smoking weed, barely drinking. I wasn't drinking while I was pregnant. But after I gave birth, I had a couple beers and... Primarily, though, I was sober. I, I've spent a lot of 2022 being sober. It was probably my most 
sober year of my entire life. And um, at first, it was just out of necessity, like I have to because I'm pregnant. And then I was, it became a choice where I was like, mm, nah, I don't feel great when I do X, Y, and Z. I don't really like X, Y, and Z. Having a baby makes X, Y, and Z not so fun. Um, so I've been sober. And it has been really interesting to like get to know myself again. <laughs> because I swear, being high and smoking was like a personality trait of mine <laughs> um up until then like if you know me you know I smoke and uh 2022 I wasn't really doing that so I was like okay well who am I what do I like to do <laughs> I've read a whole lot more books I'll tell you that um I've always loved to read but I liked smoking more so what am I gonna do first smoke probably um, but 2022, I give myself credit for being sober. Sobriety is, uh, a hell of a drug. <laughs> Anywho, number seven, I've been, let's see, number seven, the question is, were you dishonest with yourself or others in 2022? And I feel like I've been pretty honest with myself and with other people, especially since I was pregnant. And I feel like there wasn't as much of a filter <laughs> with pregnancy. I was just kind of saying whatever I needed to say at the time and not feeling guilty for it. Using pregnancy as a well-deserved excuse to express my truth. Um, so I, I was pretty honest with myself and other people in 2022 and, and in general. Um, the older that I get, the less I have time to be lying to people <laughs> number eight what is your most memorable story right back on the pregnancy and birth y'all lily moon's four-day birth was the most memorable story of 2022 that lasted forever and if you want to hear about it i think i have an episode called the birth of lily moon you can go ahead and listen to it um Number nine was best books, but I skipped that. So if you know what your best books are, go ahead and write that one down for number nine. For me, the only one I wrote down was The Myth of Normal by Dr. Gabor Mate. But I read so many books. I feel like that book, though, has so many gems in it. And I may be dedicating an entire episode to his book so if you haven't read it go get it it's a fat juicy thing if you're not <laughs> willing to read like a 400 page book then you can tune into one of my upcoming episodes where i'll tell you all about it um number 10 who poured into you in 2022 and who do you want to thank and my pregnancy y'all so many people were just sending me love and you know, from strangers on the street to people that I know to you guys as supporters. So many people were sending their love, advice, um, checking in on me, trying to prepare me in their own way for what I was about to go through. Um, 
Larry, my partner, oh my God, he did so much for me. Um, I was getting massages every night. I was getting a treatment, y'all. Um, my family, my mom and my sister especially, like there were so many times I was just texting them or calling them and just crying or complaining. And people were just so gracious with me. And I feel like I've never been treated so well as when I was pregnant. <laughs> people were just so caring, especially in New Orleans too, in the South, like surrounded by black folks who were just so excited to see that I was pregnant, to see me and Larry together, congratulating us on our black family. Like it was a vibe. So yeah, that was probably like this the second good thing about being pregnant or something that was enjoyable about being pregnant. Like number one being feeling the baby move. Okay, maybe three things. Feeling the baby move, watching your body change, that's dope. And then the way people treat you, super dope. Um, Depending on your community. I can't say that for everybody, of course. Um, But for me, the people that poured into me in 2022, family, friends, strangers. And I want to thank all of them. I want to thank y'all. I want to thank all the ancestors who came before, all the mothers who came before me, um, everyone, really, like anyone that I encountered in 2022 that said anything positive, that supported in any way, that prayed for me, that congratulated me, like, thank you so much. Um, Number 11, something you couldn't do a year ago that you can do today. Um... Yeah, I learned that I could be a vessel in my life, that I could birth a live human, that I could carry a baby through to life and not just death, like with the miscarriage, right? Like that obviously ended in the death of something, but this time it ended up in life and that was something really important for me that I needed to see, you know, that my body is capable of both, you know, that the divine feminine is life and death. But since I experienced death first, life was uh, really important and really transformative for me to experience. So I'm sorry, not sorry. And that's my answer again. And then number 12, what's something that you want to be able to say you can do a year from now that you can't do yet? And for me, I want to have more passion and creativity in my life through my work, through my contributions to community. I want to fill my own cup more. I've been doing so much mom stuff and mom stuff only that I feel like I don't even know what I'm truly passionate about anymore. And I want to get a handle on that. I want to get back into the things that I once really cared about and give that some more attention to. Of course, Lily Moon is always going to come first, um, like her needs and all of that. But, you know, I have a place in my own life too. And. I want to balance that and bring more like passion and creativity 
into my life so that I can feel more fulfilled and uh, happy. (laughs) Happy outside of my daughter. Um, Number 13, what's a promise that you keep on breaking to yourself? And for me, it's focus. Like I get distracted and I don't push through the way that I need to sometimes. I just let things go. (laughs) And in some ways that's great, but in other ways it's not. And I need to stop breaking promises to myself and to to really put in the work to have the self-discipline to realize the goals that I have. Number 14, what is a promise that you will make to yourself in 2023? And for me, I promise to take care of me and my passions too. Not just Lily Moon, even though she's more important than passion projects right now especially because she's so like needy (laughs) and we're still breastfeeding and doing all of that but uh, I promise to make more time for myself and my passions definitely number 15 what is the best and the worst way that you used your time so for me the best way that I used my time was resting and being outside during my pregnancy And the worst way was worrying about pregnancy. I worried too much and worry doesn't do anything for you. You can't do anything with worry. It doesn't get you anywhere. Um, So yeah, rest. I'm so glad I rested as much as I did. I'm so glad I took all those naps and slept 12 hour nights because your girl is not sleeping anymore (laughs) at all. Or not as much as I would like to anyway, so... I'm glad I took advantage of it when I did. That was a smart move. Number 16, what is the most challenging part of your work? Um, Or most challenging part of 2022? Uh, For me, most challenging, letting go of selfishness and getting used to changes in motherhood and leaving New Orleans. Like, I'm 33. I was 33 years old before I had my first daughter. And I only thought about myself up until that point. What do I want to do? What sounds good to me? What are my goals? Where am I going to go? You know, and then all of a sudden I have a baby and I can't do shit. (laughs) I can't do shit without thinking of who has a baby. Where's the baby going to go? What does the baby want to do? What does the baby want to eat? Let's pack the baby's bag before we get in the car. Like is a lot and it was challenging to adjust to that you know from it was even challenging to go like when Larry and I were first dating it was challenging to think in terms of a couple like okay let me check like when I would go to the grocery store I would just be like well what do I want what do I want to cook what do I want to get and Larry would be like yo why didn't you ask me what I wanted from the grocery store (laughs) I was like because I'm used to thinking about myself so I had to get used to that and but the baby stuff is on a whole other level number 17 we're only going to 19 y'all 17 is what is a word or intention to define 2023 and for me I chose a couple words I chose creativity connection and alignment 
for 2023. I want to focus on um, creativity, like I said, connecting to other people and being in alignment for whatever it is that is meant for me. Number 18, what is the biggest lesson you learned? And I learned that I am infinite in all directions. I have... I. I mean, just let that sink in. I'm infinite in all directions. I birthed a baby. (laughs) And uh, yeah, man, I'm infinite in all directions. I don't know how to explain that. So uh, I hope it makes sense or resonates in some way. If not, just answer your own question. (laughs) What's the biggest lesson you learned? And number 19... What would you do in 2023 if you knew you could not fail? And for me, I would write a book and I would launch a brick and mortar store, an herbal apothecary, um, if I knew I couldn't fail. And I'm not going to give my caveats and all that. I know it would be a lot with a baby and blah, blah, blah. But whatever's meant for me won't miss me I'm grateful for these reflection questions to help me like get it back in touch with what last year was like and to contemplate again okay where do I want to go this year what do I want to focus on um life is very interesting this last year felt like a lifetime and went by so quickly all at once a lifetime and a dream all at once. So um, here's your reminder that your life can change so quickly. It could change at any moment. So make sure you are um, expressing your gratitude. If you don't want to do this reflection exercise, I uh, today I did a 100 things I'm grateful for exercise so you can write 100 things you're grateful for 10 things 30 things 50 whatever number resonates with you but life happens quickly Uh, if you find yourself in a season of waiting just do your best to make yourself better hone your craft get to know uh, yourself better hang out with your friends more get your naps in like study whatever you need to study have fun and before you know it whatever it is you've been working towards or asking for is just gonna show up and uh, you want to be ready for it you want to be ready for it um at least to the best of your abilities so i hope you're writing in your journals y'all i really do and uh thanks for reflecting with me let me know your favorite question or let me know some of your answers. You can respond uh, with a voice note. You can respond with a comment. You can rate this podcast. You can find me on Instagram at bohemian underscore healing or lover.goddess33. I'm not really on that one as much. But bohemian is on and popping. So let me know how you doing. How's it going? And uh, I'll get back to you. I don't hear my baby crying, which is a surprise. She's with her dad, but uh, she likes me better because I got the boobs. 
Anyway, y'all, I love you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Uh, Go grab your journal. If you haven't, at least answer these questions in your head. But I really encourage you to go get a journal. Maybe the book I write will be some sort of journal. Um, Anyway, I love you. Bye, y'all.